0: Welcome into to the In the Money podcast for Saturday, February the 11th. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We're taking a look at the card at Tampa Bay Downs, where they have a prep on the road to the Kentucky Derby, the grade three Sam F. Davis stakes. It's the third leg in a late pick four that features three stakes races. Jim, it starts in the eighth with the Pelican, four-year-olds and up, sprinters going six furlongs on that main track at Tampa. Who do you like?
1: I'm going to spread here in the pick four. My top pick would be Sebelius. just just off awesome. of consistency, I mean, this horse was coming into the Phoenix last year at Phoenix at uh, Keeneland, had, had come off two double-digit for triple-digit buyers at Saratoga and Pimlico, and was, you know, seven to five in the Phoenix, and got beat by Manny Waugh and Long Range Toddy. It was a really not a very strong Phoenix, and so he took a big step back. But he's come back the last couple and run better. He won the Mister Prospector at Gulfstream last time out. At seven for arms. he cuts back to six for the SBs, two for seven, six for arms. So, has not run in Tampa. That's the question mark. So, that's one reason I didn't really go uh, slim in here. I think the other a lot of other horses fit in here, including Willie Boy III for Delgado, Dr. Oscar off a win last time out at Tampa. So, got one win over the track. No Kino, uh, the horse that finished second to Dr. Oscar, um, the one horse. And a lot of horses that, that look like you can lump them together, so it's very hard to distinguish between them. Also used Uphold the Law, the seven horse from Michael Stittman. This one has a lot of upside. This one was only raced five times with four wins, and the last one was the best buyer at 93 at the fairground. So he brings him over here to go in a little stake. Maybe, maybe he's getting better at the right time and, and very lightly raced, so he has a lot of upside compared to the other horses. Going to go deep in here. Maybe pick one. I would
0: pick Sibelius. I ended up on uh, Willie Boy in here. I like the the record at Tampa. You got uh, a hot trainer, and then this horse was third in a Grade One at Saratoga. So there's some some class there. They they ran him in the Breeders' Cup Sprint last fall at Keeneland. So they uh, clearly have a high opinion of him. Uh, Sibelius is the uh, other most likely winner for me off that nice win on uh, New Year's Eve down at Gulfstream, uh, and he doesn't have to have the lead, even though he's got good speed. And he's kept really good company. Um, so I, I think it's one of those two. And with the way I'm going to structure my ticket, I'm just going too deep in here in the Pelican to try to get through it. Ninth race is for three-year-old Phillies. It's the Suncoast at a mile and 40 yards. I think Wonder Wheel, the two-time grade one winner, the uh, champion who won the Alcibiades, and then the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, going to be the uh, certainly the one to beat and the big favorite in here. I'm going to try to beat her with Julia Shining, maybe get a little better price. Uh, Julia Shining could not have been more impressive in her debut win at Keeneland and then had uh, some trouble when winning the Demoiselle next out. And it's a Todd Pletcher trainee, so uh, you can figure that uh, she's got some uh, ability if Todd's putting her in this spot uh, first time out as a 3-year-old. And I'm going to take her over Wonder Wheel. I think one of those two wins this, but I think if you want to go deeper, Opus 42 for the Delacour Barn. A nice improvement last time out, and it was on this track. So uh, that one's got a shot, I think. But Julia Shining over Wonder Wheel for me in the Sun Coast. How about you? No,
1: one thing, this is an impressive race for listed stakes uh, because you've got two uh, graded winners. you got a grade two winner, Julia Shining, uh, and then you've got Wonder Wheel, who's got double grade one wins. Uh, and other horses have competed in stakes races. So I, I think it's a really good race. I did single Wonder Wheel here. I, I just think she's, when they when they got her to Keeneland, I hope she's not just a home course uh, filly, but she ran well the spin away at Saratoga after opening with two easy wins, and she just got much, much better from the Alcibiades to Breeder Cup Juno Fillies. She won that race by three lengths over a really nice field, and she was dead, almost dead last first call. So I'm going to take her. I think Gathlione uh, knows the uh, knows how to ride her, and, and, and it will get her out of trouble there. She was way back at the at the start of the got Julia Phillies. I don't think she'll be that far out of it, and I think she's got the speed to get good position down the stretch. Julia Shining is my second choice just because, obviously, Todd Fletcher, Luis Saez, and that really gutsy win at Demoiselle, she got a bad start. I can't go much deeper than that. Maybe Opus 42 for a third shot, but I, I think Wonder Wheel and Julia Shining that's a pretty chalky exact, and I think that's the way it's going to
0: wind up. Race 10 is the grade three Sam F. Davis stakes for three-year-olds. This is a prep for the Tampa Bay Derby next month, and they've got a full field in here. Who do you like?
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't make a lot of difference. I I, I settled on WNL for Danny Gargan. Uh, I did not take him in the Remsen, but but Danny Gargan really puts his horses in the right places, and, and uh, that sloppy track may have contributed to that win that day. So that's why I'm a little questionable about him. But I, I would take him on top where teams comes to ride. And he uh, got some upside. 90 by our last time out. If he doesn't bounce off that, I think he's, uh, he's going to be the favorite in here. I'm also going to use some other horses with some upside. Worthington, coming out of the Donia Beach. Perry Hawk for Sassy Joseph, and always gets his horses ready. And uh, this horse is two for two at Tampa. So has some home, home court experience. Groveland for a and Hardy, for Centeno. And I'm going to use uh, Litigate on the outside for Fletcher uh, just because it's Fletcher shipping over to try to get a win with Luis Saez. So I'm going to go deep in here, but a uh, very lukewarm favorite for me is WNL.
0: I like Litigate in here. I think um, you hit on a, a live one there. We might get a little bit of a price. Um, first of all, uh, I love the fact that the pedigree screams – uh, more distance for this horse by blame out of a mine shaft mare. That uh, January 8th allowance, I went back and watched it at uh, Gulfstream. Really, this horse uh, was uh, well back going uh, one turn mile, made a really bold move around the turn to hook uh, colorful mischief. Uh, and then it, when he did that, he was uh, running into a pretty hot pace and then flattened out as Cyclone Mischief drew away very impressively. Now, Cyclone Mischief. Didn't come back to run particularly well, but I uh, know that one's very highly regarded from the Roman's barn, and um, Litigate uh, made a real challenge to him, and then uh, in only a second lifetime start, uh, came up short. So uh, I think with three sharp works since then, this horse could improve. Uh, not wild about the uh, the 11 post. Uh, I wish they were going a mile and an eighth with that 11 post, but... I'm gonna and and Saez coming in to ride this horse. I think is noteworthy as well. So I'm gonna take Litigate, but uh, there are some others I like. Worthington from Mike Maker. Uh, if there, there's nobody that really you know stands out in this group, so this horse has uh, a nice uh, run on the turf in turf races, but really has a pedigree that says he should be as good or better on the dirt, and he's had three two-turn races, which I like. Uh, Prairie Hawk uh, was. Uh, has won two in a row at Tampa Bay for the Joseph Barn. Uh, Groveland, the five, was second to Prairie Hawk last time, so I'm going to include that one. And W. just off that win in the Remsen, but I didn't think that was an especially great field that he beat, so uh, I think that one could be vulnerable in here. So I like Litigate in the Sam F. Davis. The 11th race is for three-year-old fillies on the turf at a mile on the 16th. I didn't think any of the ones that uh, have started uh, did anything to impress me, so I think there's a good chance that, uh, debuter wins even though they're going a mile in the 16th first time out there's two Chad Browns in here so um, I'd give financial advice if I have to pick one of the two I'll take financial advice but uh, lovers rock the 10 uh, could just as easily win it uh, a, a firster Cirilla for the uh, Clement barn then there are three other horses I'm going to use in my pick four ticket it's because this race is kind of wide open, that have started. The girl from Ireland has three starts for Graham Motion, so has a little experience edge. The 11 Breton girl is uh, Sug McGahey and was sixth in the debut, going short. And then the one Lil Miss Moonlight, it's uh, Tim Ham. Uh, he uh, does a, a nice job picking his spots, uh, second out, so some improvement maybe could give this one a shot from a nice inside draw. So I'm going six deep when I hit the pick four. Who do you like in race 11?
1: When I first handicapped this race, there's 12 horses in there I had nine circled. <laughs> so uh, I knocked it down from there. Um, I like the girl from Ireland. Uh, I think this is a typical ground motion horse that uh, is ready first time out, but, you know, matures a little bit. Gone from a 63 to a 67 to a 70. So has shown good progression in buyer numbers, and that's higher than anybody else is running here by far. Little Miss Moonlight, I'm going to use as well for Timothy Ham with the 62 uh, on the debut, but that was on the dirt, so you don't know how she's going to like the turf. She was taken off the turf first time. I think the girl from Ireland is the most logical winner here uh, of the ones who have raced. However, Chad Brown's going to get a lot of money on Lover's Rock and on Financial Advice. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm also going to use uh, In the Know for no Delacour. I think that first race. Uh, Delacour is 32% second-time maiden starters and really gets them ready, and he's a, a little bit under the radar. He's also 7 for 29 at the Tampa Meets for 24%. So going to so use in the know. The two Chad Browns, going to use Chris Kovac, first-time starter. And I think that's all I listed. I think I've got I've got six deep. but the uh, girl from Ireland is going to be the horse I would play to win.
0: So what's your pick-four ticket look like?
1: I got a big one. I got a $75 ticket. uh I, on the first leg, I think I mentioned the one horse. I did not use the one horse. I'm okay, no, uh, I had six deep, and I cut it back to five. I had Willie Boy in there, the three horse. So um, first leg is three, five, six, seven, ten. And then I am singling uh, the one horse in the second leg, hoping that that class comes out for Wonder Wheel. Then in the uh, third leg, I'm going one, two, five, seven, eleven. And then six deeps in the last leg. I really would like to go deeper, but I can't break my record with six out of 12. So, one, three, five, 7 10, 12. And that is a $75 ticket.
0: I have a $60 ticket. Three, five with one nine one two five seven eleven, with one, three, five, 10, 11, 12. So, two by two by five by six. $60 for the late pick four at Tampa. Nice card there. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Gulfstream, Fairgrounds, Oak Lawn, Turfway, Santa Anita, lots of good racing. So just make sure you have funds in your Keeneland Select account, and we'll be back next week for another edition of the End the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.